0: previously, on Ashes of the Order Part 1. Our heroes returned to the Satellite Tower with their lightsaber crystals, and found a tense situation between Temrin Ka and the clone detachment. Lahela pocketed their master's datapad containing her research. The clones received a cryptic transmission stating, Execute Order 66, which caused them to attack Temran. Admiral was afflicted by the orders as well, and Rokti intercepted with the force, learning that he was truly a clone. QP-13 rescued them from the top of the tower, and now the freighter escapes Tofrin, leaving Temran Ka overwhelmed by clone troopers.
1: Hey, I'm I'm Derek. I'm playing a human smuggler, slash gunslinger. name Name's Admiral.
2: Hi, I'm Calm.
3: I'm Amy, I'm playing Lahayla Bell, a togruta who is a Jedi consular.
0: Alright, so it's a new session, so roll your white die each for your force points. Two Too black. Oh, that's a sign. Too white!
2: Amy's always dark side. Too white. Well, Amy's know. always dark side. Well,
3: you know. So,
0: how are things?
2: Great. Um, well.
0: Great
3: a leap. Most of us here have seen the new Star Wars movie, so there's that. Well, there is the app. Colleen Colleen doesn't know the spoilers because she just looks up spoilers. Hey. (laughs) She she knows all the things.
0: Well, that's a different point in Star Wars history, though.
3: That is true. many years from now. Yes, it is.
0: Last time, some bad stuff went down.
3: There was not good feelings.
0: Who's awake at this point?
2: I'm I'm, I'm collapsed, but I'm awake. I'm shot, but
0: awake. Yeah, you're like, you got clipped at the end, and you're in questionable mental state. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Hey, no. Well, I mean, he went you you have a ship his, in your brain He went
2: into battle mode to get us out, you know.
0: QP kind of closed the loading ramp on you guys mm-hmm. to uh, get away, and uh, you feel the telltale lurch of the ship going into hyperspace. Then quiet. Roki, I'm assuming you're laying on the ground.
2: Yeah.
3: Obviously, I put, you probably put her down.
0: And Mahala, you're beside her. Yeah. I'm going to look after my wound.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I got shot. So I feel like I would need to deal with that. After everything that happened, Admiral would just kind of go into survival mode. Because that's kind of the only thing he can really do at this point. Because he's still kind of reeling from everything that just happened, both in Reality and in his mind. To reiterate for
0: the record, too, Rokti knows the truth about Admiral now, but Lahela still doesn't.
2: No, mm-hmm. and I am not really <laughs> in a state to, to talk. tell her anything. Yeah. yeah
0: so at, at this moment, the guy whose secret just came out is uh, in the room with the person who doesn't know it.
3: Lahela would be taking like deep breaths, definitely in a shock, but just trying to compose herself as much as she possibly can, especially knowing that Rokti next to her is like past. Passed out and not with it. So she'll reach over to um, Rokti and give her like a, a gentle shake and uh, try to rouse her from her forced blackout essentially. <laughs> yeah,
2: shake is not going to do much. I'm still <laughs> passed out.
1: She Ooh. is Ooh. down like Baby Yoda.
3: So, yeah, so seeing that you're not rousing from that, Lahayla will definitely get very paranoid that something more wrong is with you, especially just watching her master die. Um, so she's going to shout at Admiral, because I'm assuming you're, like, still in the same room, just kind of, like, tending to yourself. Yes. You would just be like, bye guys, see ya, and, like, walk away.
1: <laughs> That's what he did. Screw yeah. guys. Adios.
3: <laughs> so she'll yell towards Admiral, what, what happened to her? Do you know what happened to her?
1: <clears throat> she, she did, she did something to my mind.
3: What do you mean she did something to your mind?
1: I don't know!
3: Well, wake her up!
1: You fix her and he'll walk away. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. I don't know how to help you.
3: Lahela now feeling even more secluded to herself because now the person that, you know, has been kind of helping on and off has now essentially decided to just abandon her as well. And that's how she's feeling quite by her master's abandonment. And now she's feeling like Rokchi's about to abandon her. She kind of drapes herself over top of her body in like a sisterly hugging kind of way. As I do to Colleen. In real life, <laughs> watch, watch as it happens. They can't um, this see. Is, this is, she can't. You can imagine it happening. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable it's just, waking up to.
1: Assuming you can wake up.
3: That's what happens, just like that. And she'll uh, basically just, um, instead of like before, where she let all of her emotions consume her to get onto the landing pad with all her hatred, she'll instead choose to try to find balance and center in the force, choosing to try to remember the Jedi ways that she's been taught by her master. And in that moment, she'll feel the force within her start to leave part of her and then go into Rokti in like a healing kind of way.
2: Mm, It's beautiful.
3: Thank you. The tingles, the tingles.
2: Your power is definitely reach in her muddled of, it's not just like she was unconscious. It's the pressure of all of the death and everything. The huge change in the force is just pressing her under and so she feels the comforting force of Leheila being like, Oh, this is, this is a person I can trust. And like, I know. So she'll like latch on to, to your force aura. signature. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Aura. And let it like wash over her and like bring her out of the drudge of all of the horror of the, the 66. The chaos. <laughs> <laughs> of the chaos. And she's going to wake up screaming from nothing. It's like a battle. She's going to force eject off of her, and it's just gonna be a huge force push, push and throw Layla in because she's beside her. So, everything around me is gonna just be thrown to the walls because there's just a huge force.
0: You throw Lehela off of you with the force reflexively, and uh, some of the crates and whatnot in the loading area here that you're in. Uh, rattle and or pushed back to the walls and there's a big clamor of
2: noises that mm-hmm. all gets thrown around. Waking up going <laughs> <laughs> Clone! <laughs> I'm gonna look around very lost. There's so much
3: death! Ah, Ahela! i feel it and she'll like run over to her to look like, at her and she's you against the wall sorry. yeah that's yeah, fine uh, she kind of expected something like that to happen let's be honest <laughs> it seems it seems very very in rotis uh yeah to me. exactly yeah, the first time yeah it's <laughs> probably not the first it's time this has happened yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she'll run over to you and like grasp your hands on hers i know i feel it too where, where are we
2: are we are we safe
3: we're we're on the ship that ship that that Admiral had,
2: and uh, we're 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 leaving somewhere in lightspeed right now. As you're talking, you feel like immense distress come off of me. Admiral, Admiral got us on the ship.
3: Yeah, Admiral's here. He just left. He's in the other room. Lahela, Admiral's a clone. Lahela will look at her, very surprised. Why didn't he attack us like the others?
2: He he's different. He he was he was fighting it. It wasn't going to work. I. I may have done something I shouldn't have, but but we had to get out of there. I I got into his his brain. There was something triggering. I th- I think it. I think I fixed it. But I mean, he didn't kill us. That
3: doesn't mean he's not going to. Now we have to find him. She'll help rope T to her feet. And,
1: and then the door op- to the loading bay will open. Admiral will walk in with his blaster drawn because he heard the ruckus of
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: all the crates being. F- flown everywhere what happened what's going on
3: i need a lightsaber
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then you'll kind of hear his voice soften a little bit and say oh rope t you're you're fine
2: (laughs) i just i i feel so much so much death Uh, um are are you fine
1: (laughs) i think i'm starting to sort through my emotions a little better and he'll put his blaster
3: back in his holster is still going to be very untrusting of this encounter entirely. She'll have kind of like guarded herself in front of Rokti since she's so weakened. She'll like put her arm across her to keep her back and Lahela will be looking very skeptical at Admiral and be like, take off your mask. Why? I need to see your face. Take off your mask. Why don't you describe your mask a little
1: bit? Uh, so Admiral's wearing a mask, um, has a couple of polarized lenses over his eyes, almost like kind of big sunglasses
0: they're not aviators they're not aviators no but like I'll they're allow that
1: but they do have it does kind of have like a mouth piece attachment that like it's not like a completely sealed helmet but like say if they're in a, in a desert or something like it'll help so he's not breathing in like all the particles of mm. all
2: that kind of stuff so it's
1: covering his face basically completely but just the face and so he has his dread mohawk and you might be able to see some of his facial tattoos kind of peeking outside the mask.
2: Does it like go down and connect like behind your back? What uh, No, talking? it's
1: mostly just uh, like over the eyes and then there's like the, the mouthpiece and then it's just kind of like uh, under the chin a little bit and then mm-hmm. it just kind of goes up the side of the face. Like you can see his ears like there's a couple straps going around. It's going straps that yeah. 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 the full hawk. Dreadhawk. Dreadhawk. Dreadhawk, Dreadhawk. Dreadhawk down. <laughs> uh, <Dreadhawks. laughs> so Admiral will, will, will then kind of say so you know and he'll remove his mask revealing his features as as a clone.
2: Dun dun dun! It's a clone. Like, <laughs> like noticing like the high tension. You didn't kill us. That's good.
1: So I'm I'm not really sure what happened, but I had a splitting headache. I couldn't really, didn't really know what happened.
2: I I felt and I
1: felt rokty in my in my mind.
2: I I felt you fighting it, but but as everything was happening, I I knew you you probably weren't going to win and. And we wouldn't have gotten out, so I, I honestly don't know what I did. I just I just followed what the Force was telling me. I'm, I'm very sorry for entering your brain.
1: Well, con- considering what those other clones did, I guess I have to thank you?
3: Do you know what that was about? Why did they turn on us and our master?
1: I have no idea. All I can say is that I left the clone army.
3: Left the clone
2: army? Were you well, allowed to do that?
1: not not really. I didn't believe in being forced into a war that I really had no ties to. I didn't like being forced to do this even though it's all I really knew, but my brothers and I we had no choice. And I felt that the only option I had was to leave.
2: Where where did you go? How did you how did you get here?
1: So my brother and I were being deployed to the front lines and I knew I couldn't go, so I stole a, a gunship and Left.
3: And nobody told you anything about what just happened. Do you know if it was just that troop? Are they are
2: they deserters as well?
1: I have no idea.
2: It's it's much more than just that troop. I can I can feel it, the, the waves and the force. I know, the
3: balance the balance of the force is is altered. It's it's not
2: right. Do you know what do you know what set you off? What what happened? Everyone was fine and then everything was not fine.
1: The only thing I noticed was it seemed all of the clones received a transmission, and then that's when they st- opened fire. That's all received I know. Received a
2: transmission? Who would they have received a transmission from?
1: Could have been their commanders. I have no idea.
2: That's horrible to think that someone had been planning this all along. Put something in all of the clones. We were, We were never going to win. I'm like breaking down, starting to cry. The, the emotional halo impact world. of the world, yeah. yes.
3: The halo will yeah. hold her again. You have to control your emotions, Rokti. Control our emotions? What good is that? Our master's dead. I know, Rokti, but think of what she would have taught us. We have to honor her with what she would have taught us.
2: What? What did she teach us? Something about the stupid stars or whatever? The dad had was more important. Nope. We should have already left.
1: The only thing I know is that you two aren't safe. If what happened to these clones happened to others, any clone that sees you will try to kill you.
3: It can't be possible if the whole Jedi Council's been destroyed. Master Yoda, there's there's no way. This is, there, there has to be someone left.
0: Right now, the most important thing is survival. As you guys are working things out, Temrakah's data pad starts chiming inside your cloak.
3: It'll definitely alert Leia right away and she'll pull it out.
0: What you see on the screen is something that you've been told about before. There's a beacon that the Jedi Temple uh, can use to call the Jedi back to the temple. Um, And when you first take the datapad out, you see the first glimpses of the message saying, come back to the temple. But before you can even process it, um, it gets reversed. As you open up the datapad, you hear a transmission. This is Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. I regret to report that both our Jedi Order and the Republic have fallen with the dark shadow of the Empire rising to take their place. This message is a warning and a reminder for any surviving Jedi. Trust in the Force. Do not return to the temple. That time has passed, and our future is uncertain. We will each be challenged. Our trust. Our faith. Our friendships. But we must persevere, and in time, A new hope will emerge. May May the Force be with with you. Always.
3: (laughs) Lahala is near a wall-ish. So she'll take the wall and, like, lean against it hearing this news.
2: That was Master Obi-Wan. What? What do we... What do we do now? Where do we... Where do we go? Everything's lost?
3: It's... That's what he said, and we have to believe him. He's... It means he's
2: still alive. Should we, should we search for him? No, he said, he said, trust in the force. I must, I must meditate. I just literally sit down. right? <laughs> <laughs> literally in the middle of the thing, I just sit down and I'm just completely like awashed in, in the force. And Halo, once again, is used to this behavior of, of Every, her... every once in a while, the things around will just like jingle from my force, just overwhelming yeah. everything in me.
3: Yeah, so Lily have very used to this happening multiple occasions throughout their life together. We'll kind of ignore that that just happened and she'll turn back to Admiral. Where is the ship heading right now?
1: I don't know, actually.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You need to find that out because we need to make sure we're not going anywhere near the Jedi Temple.
1: Admiral will rush to the cockpit and figure out where QP is actually taking them. I mean, evidently he took them out of the system to
0: get away from everything that should happen. But yeah,
1: yeah, let's go see where he's taking us.
0: Okay, so you go into the cockpit, and QP is there at the controls, plugged into the system. You're in hyperspace still. QP, where are you taking us? Colstev. The Kolstev system, Master. What's what's in Kolstev system? Why the Kolstev system was the last coordinates that were in my in my, in my databank, Master. Colstev is a small three-planet system not far from Kessel. It is where uh, Master Deckard activated me. It should be decent for you guys to make a check to see if you would recognize the name
3: I would have followed you by the way because uh, I had no problem leaving Rokti to doing her thing
0: Alright Outer Rim Knowledge oh. One
1: success and two advantage
0: Yeah so you would recognize the name Kulstev. Um I'm not sure you would have been there at some point but Kolstev is a planet or is a system as QP said that's near Kessel in the Outer Rim um, It's outside of the Republic It's been independent throughout the Clone Wars and it's something of a smuggler's haven Hey I like that I'm a smuggler. It's got its own system-wide authority and government. And like I said, they've not been either Republic or Separatist. They've always been unaffiliated. Perfect.
1: Okay, perfect. This We shouldn't run into any clones anywhere, I guess, this new empire. So it might be a great place to lay low and figure out our next moves.
3: Well, Halo will definitely nod in appreciation that he knew where the heck they were going.
0: Our current course is for the, the spaceport orbiting Kolstev, the planet. Yeah, I'd really get you know that there's three three planets in the system. Closest to the sun is, like, a mining planet. Think, like, Mercury, Venus. is mm. more like Earth. And then there's a gas giant. Kohlstab, like, the planet that is named after the star, is, like, the second one in. Okay. And QP is taking you to a starport orbiting Kohlstab, the planet. Uh, that reminds me, sir, or master, I need to complete the registration for this freighter before we can land. And you still have yet to give me the official designated name. Okay, QP, we shall call her the Ronin. And uh, he beeps and boops and completes the, as, he, as he completes the registration of the ship and assigns the name Ronin to the official registry. Your ZH95 Questor freighter is now officially the Ronin. Hey everybody, Chris here. Welcome to part two of Ashes of the Order. It's hard to believe that this thing just started in September and our first storyline is already over, but uh, we're glad that you're, that you're joining us here in the second era. For those of you who are new to the show, maybe checking out for the first time, welcome. Last week I published a recap episode, part two, episode zero, which is a brief 20-minute story digest of the first story arc. So if you want to remind yourself what happened in the first arc, or, or hop on board here or you want to tell a friend about the show and get them get them to speak quickly, that's a great place to start. Everything in part one was building up to, well, the events of last, of last episode. From the moment that Derek decided he wanted to play a clone, I knew exactly how part one was going to end, so we had a lot of momentum carrying us through to that point, and now we are in a very cool space with this part where we can do a lot of things. Really going to be giving the players a lot more freedom and what they want to do where they're going to take their own characters so it's going to be very interesting to see where we head off to at this moment we have not recorded the next episode just yet which is a first for the show we've been working a little bit ahead with a bit of a buffer because of my own personal schedule we needed to have those things in the bag and uh so even i don't know what's going to happen next but we're glad you're along with us for the ride and we hope you stay you stay tuned a couple quick shout outs i wanted to once again offer special thanks to the staff at the Game Chamber for helping me obtain the materials for this game in the first place. They have a terrific new location on Dundas Street in the same plaza where they used to be. They've moved further down to a much bigger space, a massive gaming area, great selection of Star Wars products and everything else you need for tabletop gaming and the space to do it. I also wanted to offer special thanks to the staff at Fantasy Flight Games who made the Star Wars role playing game system that we use on this show. Fantasy Flight Games publishes their own Star Wars role-playing game system, which includes uh, two separate rulebooks, Edge of of the Empire and Force and Destiny. As I mentioned before on the show, we use those two rule sets, which are essentially the same thing, but with their own unique customizations for smuggler-type characters like Derek and Admiral, or Jedi-like characters with the sisters and, and, and their Padawan characters. Recently news has been trickling out that Fancy Flight Games is closing down their uh, role-playing game divisions which means there are going to be a lot of hard-working people who have created a great product who are going to be out of a job unfortunately. So, so I just wanted to send a personal thank you to all the staff who were involved in making this role-playing game system that we're going to be enjoying for years to come. And all the best to you as you try to land on your feet after this horrible news. And one last shout out. Uh, very special thank you to Aaron Brown for recording the music that you hear on Ashes of the Order. First, the Star Wars main theme from last season, which you'll still hear interspersed as well as this new arrangement of the Force theme, which you heard at the top of the episode. Aaron is a very talented musician from the Toronto area, and uh, we are so delighted to feature his arrangements of John Williams' classics on, on the show. In the show notes, you can find links to Aaron's own social media page and website, so be sure to check him out as well. Don't miss the main show of the Quarter Portion Podcast next week. Amy's going to be on again, along with Jay from Nerdful Things, with a long-awaited topic that they've been chopping at the bit to get to. We recorded last night, and it was a great chat. You won't want to miss it next Friday. All right, without further ado, back to the show. Okay, uh, I finally gave you guys the chance to spend some experience that you've <laughs> earned over the last
3: Woo-hoo! season. Our first whole the, season. Through the whole part one. <laughs>
0: Uh, part one is now over, it is part two, and you have had a chance to spend some experience with, which will kick in um, at the end of this episode. So shiny new abilities. So why don't uh, you guys one, run through the things you spent your experience on?
3: Alright, so for Lahela, so we dealt with her morality because as we know in part one there was a lot of uh, concerning morality issues that had happened uh, numerous points throughout it. Um, so actually she ended up going up by two. She started at 50 Even though she had three dark side points to deal with, she is now at 52 Morality. Uh, We basically said that she was able to learn through her dark side conflictions that she was having um, to stray away from that. She realized that that was dark side and she shouldn't be tapping into that. So she also has gained a rank in her lightsaber. So she is now a rank three in her lightsaber skills. She learned how to do the basic heal harm um, force power She took the control version from the influence force power, and she took sense emotions from the Nimeon Disciple uh, lightsaber style.
1: Admiral uh, also got more badass with his light blasters, taking an extra rank in that, so yay, excited to try that out. Um, Also took the talent uh, Sorry About That Mess, which uh, basically, as long as I'm shooting at somebody who hasn't acted, I get to decrease a, a critical rating on my weapon that I'm using, so... More criticals. A dodge talent, which allows me to make shooting at me or trying to attack me more difficult. And uh, took a point in lethal blows, which um, when I try to roll on the critical injury chart, it can make things worse for that person.
2: With Rock T, we decided to, you know, make it so she could do some more in actual battle. Because as much as the Force is strong with her, she's a little bit of useless. <laughs> <laughs> She
1: sucks at waving around that light stick. <laughs> yeah. Definitely
2: sucks at that. Okay. And so we uh, got her horse move, which is just be able to use, you know, small objects, which isn't helpful. So we upgraded it. I did, uh, I got the magnitude more, the strength more, the range more, and then the control, which means I can now hurl objects at people to hurt them um, using a range combat check and a move power check which means we also updated um, my discipline up a level because that is what we use for the the range check.
0: And QP got a little bit better at doing what he does. <laughs> Yay! Being the goodest boy. He also got the level up a little bit. Yay. It was nice. Oop. All these powers will be explained during the episode. T, as you are meditating in the other room... Sorry, what were you meditating on specifically?
2: Um, I'm trying to get a feel of the Force because oh, we once said trust the Force. I'm trying to get a feel of what... like she has to see where the force is guiding her yeah let's basically tell us what what we should be doing because obviously i'm not just gonna think oh let's just find a place to live and lay low forever
0: <laughs> okay roxy you, you tap into the force and for someone with you with your unique raw connection it's like um when you first connect to like, the best way i can describe it is like in the real world when you plug an amp. Or plug a plug a guitar into the amp and you get the feedback mm. that'll be like the first thing you feel is just like mm. that feedback it takes a moment to get any real sensory feedback from your meditation and what you do feel is just chaos across the galaxy you feel terror and death as though hundreds of voices are screaming out in terror and being silenced probably segments of the, of the galaxy or whatever you're feeling where you can feel individual life essences being snuffed out essentially as the clones and other Imperial forces hunt down the Jedi purge them and you feel flashes of terror from those who are taking shelter and escaping people you would have known from the temple the likes of Caleb Doom and Cal Kestis so Ahsoka even maybe not recognizing them per se but you know your, your classmates your contemporaries are- your padawan contemporaries you feel flashes of people like them suffering great losses and tragedies and, and fleeing but escaping so there's so much death and fear and loss but there are moments and little pinpricks in your perception of, of hope and survival but unfortunately not much of a clear sense of what to do at this moment it is just survival
2: Admiral McHale or, or figuring anything out with Cupid. As I'm feeling all of this and getting like overwhelmed by everything, I'm obviously at this point I am humming the crystal hum, you know, with <laughs> <laughs> the people. Feeling the crystal hum, I'm rocking. I'm starting to be overwhelmed. I shake the ship a little bit, you know, with all the fourth part. Not enough to like mess us up trajectory-wise or wherever we are, they, to like, alert Lahela that I'm not doing well.
0: So as you are overwhelmed and, and feel this need to sort of lash out, your force powers shake the ship a little bit as it's going through hyperspace. And QP, at this moment, has just finished the registration thing he was doing, making everything official. And the, the ship rocks through hyperspace. And he... <laughs> 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 and he shifts gears quickly to course correct. But by the time he does the... Tremors have subsided.
3: So as soon as that's happening, and as he's screaming, Le- Halo will know instantly what's going on, and she'll just she'll look at Admiral and go Rokti, and start
2: running back down the hall.
0: And Admiral will follow. So you guys run down the hallway to where uh, you left Rokti earlier. Mm-hmm. Like
2: entering the room, I'm humming, rocking back and forth, just sitting in the middle of the bay that I have not moved from.
0: And Admiral
1: will kind of go down and kneel beside her and put a hand on her shoulder and say, Rokti, what's wrong? Le-
2: Halo will
3: look at Admiral. Very strangely, because he's always shown discontent for both of them, but especially towards Rokti in the past. Like, he has always been thoroughly annoyed with her existence. <laughs> so she'll eye him suspiciously again, because once again, she doesn't know what Rokti did to his brain. And so she's wondering what, what her counterpart did do to him.
0: Very good question. <laughs> and...
3: Uh, she she will walk up as well and go to our other side. Brooksy, it's okay, I'm
2: here. Like shaking, I'll just I, I I tried to see I tried to see what the forest wanted to do, but but there's so much everyone is dying. There's there's some escaping like us, but we have We have no direction. Everyone's just being slaughtered.
3: Lahaila will let out a shaky breath and and nod, understanding, because she herself, although not meditating on the Force, has been feeling the weight of what's been happening across the the galaxy through the Force herself as she's been trying to push through it. I I know, Rukti. I know. And I think that's why our best course of action is, is just to try to survive right now. I think we need to let the Force figure itself out. Well, while this destruction is happening, we're heading towards a system called Kolstev. Admiral says that it's some kind of smuggler's place and it's outside of what was the Republic. There, I, There isn't a Republic anymore. <sighs> She'll take another shaky, deep breath trying to compose herself again. Again, trying to really understand what even happened in these last few moments. I think we need to stay there for now and, and
2: figure out where to go after that. We need to get somewhere safe first. Like, like, I'll turn... To Admiral and like grip his arm. So you know this place. You'll you'll be able to protect us here.
1: And then Admiral, confused by his own actions by going straight to her, will kind of like shake himself off okay. and say, "I know of a place we can go to lay low for now, and we'll be safe."
2: Okay, okay, I can, I can deal. We can deal. Well, Halo will
3: again let out a more of a relieving breath now. Now that Rokti seems to have a, a slightly better grasp on reality, Rokti, I th- I think we should rest. It's been it's
2: been too much okay if if you think that's what we should do when and, and then and then we'll arrive and and okay she kind of just leaves to go find wherever the beds are she'll uh, just... I was gonna say
1: <laughs> Admiral will tell her I'll, I'll bring you to the bunk mm. you can rest QP will get us there safely
3: again as Lahela walks with Ro she'll kind of be like having her arm to like help her continue to move and stuff she'll still be eyeing Admiral suspiciously because she's not she's not too sure where suddenly this has come from because she would have definitely expected him to say you're not sleeping in the bunks where I sleep kind of situation
1: that's okay I have my own, my own
3: captain, <laughs> captain's <laughs> quarters but she, didn't, she didn't say that she's just like thinking that
0: <laughs> yeah it's actually a good point because you haven't really stayed on the ship but, like, you've been kicked off the ship more often than not Wh- which yeah. is why he's like I should probably show you where we're
2: going because
1: this is going to be a long trip To
2: <laughs> I tried so hard to explore it and All the things. Poor QP. You should have been so annoying! (laughs) I'm still annoying.
0: (laughs) Well, yes, but. So you show them to a spot on the ship where they can bunk up, and you're about halfway through the journey at this point. And at some point, just for the convenience of exposition, uh, at some point, you see the transmission of Palpatine's address declaring the Empire. The gist of Palpatine's address is that uh, the Jedi have turned on him. So he claims, and left him deformed and uh, and scarred and whatnot. And he has used his powers to create the empire. The Republic is gone and dead, as Obi Wan had mentioned. And in its place is the First Galactic Empire, ruled by Palpatine. I'm not sure how he felt about him before this point, but he's declared all Jedi enemies of the state, essentially. Well, that's a problem. I'm with two of them. Teresa's a very good point because the only clothes you have on are Jedi robes. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: We're going to have to try to search the ship for other things.
0: Which brings us back to the first episode when Deckard was putting crates on the ship to begin with. You said there was, what, like three months supply or something of food? Yeah, so there was some crates he had loaded before Admiral shot him in the back. Um, <laughs> stunned him. And, well, stunned Twice. him. Twice. Twice. Still shot him in the back.
2: Left him there.
0: That's Twice. <laughs> went back again and shot him again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, with some success, you'd be able to rouse up some, like, basic clothes. Hmm. I'll let you decide what exactly basic Yeah, basic clothes are.
3: Yeah, basic.
0: But, um, yeah, you can safely put aside your Jedi robes. Although, however, this is going to cost any armor you have, really.
2: Mm -hmm. Obviously, we are going to hold on to our things we got, because they're not, like, Jedi things. Yeah, other than our crystals and stuff, but that we
3: can keep that hidden away. Yeah,
0: also, uh, while you're searching through stuff on the ship, in one of the crates you do find some basic circuitry and whatnot. The sort of things you know would be useful for lightsaber creation, the internal circuitry and workings for that. When the time comes, you have the stuff on the ship that you would need for that regard. No assembled hilts or anything, but <laughs> Kai had trained you what would be required of that when the time came. Did Deckard happen to... Have a pouch of credits anywhere lying around? No. Well, not not that you found, anyways.
1: Probably on
3: his body that you just left there.
0: I probably searched it.
3: Maybe you didn't. Well, I think I. Oh, I know you did. You actually did. Yeah, you did his body. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No additional credits.
3: Yeah, I guess that. Yeah, Lahela would just kind of be sitting in shock and depression, hearing that it was Palpatine, who the Jedi Council has always worked very hand in hand with, is the ones that are now saying that they are traitors. Yeah, and, from and your that, perspective, you wouldn't know what to
0: believe either, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. So she is now just trying to get herself into a very restless sleep. Also, so like, so you don't
0: know he's the Lord of the Sith either. No. no. Spoiler alert. He is the Phantom Menace. <laughs> he's the Menace now. The he's the menace. menace now.
1: Your face is the Phantom Menace. Admiral would be hearing all this, probably wouldn't be able to sleep very well and would be in the cockpit with QP. I feel like Rogue T is going to
2: pass the F. Oh, yeah. She's I'm just going to be like, I don't care. I <laughs> yeah, she just laid down and passed out.
0: Just <laughs> yeah. before QP pulls a ship out of, out of hyperspace it arrives in the Cold system, both of you feel in the Force this dark shockwave presents itself to you as a part robotic but part familiar voice screaming out in defiance as though he was screaming No! no. You probably can't grasp what you're perceiving but this is the moment when Anakin Skywalker awakens to find he is truly now Darth Vader and you feel it as this dark shockwave that just rocks you wherever you are or on the Ronin um, however Rokti, at this around the same moment you feel the slightest twinge of hope as well as though somewhere in the galaxy there was two more of, the, of those little pinpricks that you felt earlier when you're tapped into the force and you felt all, all all the death and despair you also felt those brief moments of, of of people surviving and escaping. And as you feel this dark shockwave, you also feel elsewhere in the galaxy, two more souls just escaped. Like there was hope for two more people.
3: You'd almost say hope was born.
0: Almost as though a new hope had been born. Perhaps two new hopes. Order 66 still appears to be going on, like you still feel oh, like death and whatnot, but through it all, hope. Dun dun dun! <laughs> <laughs> for more information on the show visit the quarter portion podcast on social media please check out our patreon to help support the show and access bonus content and until next time may the force be with you this has been a production of the quarter portion podcast network Do you have a vision for a cosplay prop, novelty item, or other project, but don't know how to make it without breaking the bank? Nerdful Things has you covered. Ontario's 3D printing experts are committed to quality and affordability. They can forge everything from convention friendly prop weapons, to masks and helmets, to small embellishments like belt buckles or pauldrons. You might even find a unique nerdy gift for friends. Check out their gallery and request a quote at www.nerdfulthings3d.com.